So I want you to imagine that you are one of the disciples and you've experienced the, the life of Jesus, the, the death, and then the resurrection of Jesus, and you've been with Jesus after the resurrection for some weeks. And now on this particular day, you're walking along with Jesus, and it's the Ascension Day. Today is uh, the Ascension of the Lord Sunday, the, the day Jesus uh, leaves the earth and leaves the disciples. And so they're, uh, they're, they're walking together, and one of the disciples asks Jesus the questions, like, is now the time that you are going to bring in the kingdom? It's kind of like, you're going to bring it now, right? The Romans are about to get it. You're going to usher in the kingdom. Uh, Jesus says, you know, it, it's not for you to know. But he kind of says, yeah, now is the time that the kingdom is coming. Uh, the fire is coming. Pentecost is coming. Like he says, uh, the, whole, the power of the Holy Spirit is coming and you're going to be my witnesses, not just here in Jerusalem, but to the ends of the earth. And in a, in a sense, what he's saying is, um, I'm leaving uh, but it's on you. It's on you, this kingdom thing, this kingdom bringing. And so it's kind of a crazy story. You imagine uh, uh, Jesus being lifted up, and all of a sudden you just see his feet uh, going up into the air, and some angels appear, and they're like, what are you all doing? Looking up at the sky. Um, like, the time is now to be the church. And so Today is Senior Recognition Sunday. Today is Confirmation Sunday. And so this is a little bit of a disclaimer for, for the rest of you. Um, uh, this sermon is really for them. But in all honesty, it's for all of us. And so, um, you know, you can overhear this. Uh, but, but I'm talking to you, those of you who are students uh, about to graduate, and those students who have just finished the Confirmation class. There's three things that I, that I hope from you. Um, the first is I hope that you will find God. And that's a prayer thing. And in our series that we've just finished, the John Wesley series, um, prayer was, was the first thing. You know, we uh, talked about how Jesus would find that place of prayer. It was his habit. It was his discipline. He would slip away to some uh, deserted place all by himself. Uh, and, and he would pray uh, because uh, Jesus knew that in in the quiet place, uh, God calls you by name, and, and you know it, you hear it. Uh, John Wesley was the same thing. Like uh, His conviction about private prayer, uh, leading his people, these early Methodists, uh, to that place. He's like, nothing else uh, uh, will happen uh, if you don't have that. Um, so our, our text for today is, is Jesus' great prayer, not the, the teaching of the Lord's Prayer, but in John chapter 17, um, where Jesus is praying to God and praying for his disciples. And in the beginning of that, um, in John 17, 3, he gives the definition of eternal life. Uh, he says, and this is eternal life, that they might know you and your son Jesus whom you've sent. Eternal life is knowing God and, and knowing Jesus. Now, those of you who uh, are, are in the confirmation class this year, um, we're going to give you a gift when you're confirmed in just a little while. Um, and it's a, it's a cross necklace. And 
Uh, I have it on my keychain uh, because it's a it's a reminder for me. Um, it's a it's a stained stained glass cross. It's metal. Um, there's a verse on the back of it uh, from from Isaiah uh, 43. It says, "I have called you by your name, and you are mine." Uh, it's a reminder that uh, God claims you and that you belong to God. Those of you who are graduating, you all were my very first confirmation class here at First United Methodist Church. Uh, you got one of these too. Maybe some of you who are graduating uh, came along um, after that and you don't have one of these. Or maybe some of you have, have, lost, your, have lost your cross. Uh, I'll be happy to get you another one. Uh, so, so just let me know. Um, but uh, spending time in prayer, uh, seeking God. You know, one of my favorite verses is Jeremiah 29. Um, where the Lord says through the prophet Jeremiah, uh, if, if, you, if you pray and search for me, you will find me. If you seek me with all of your heart, I will let you find me, says the Lord. And so I hope that you will find God. It will change everything. Uh, the second thing is, uh, I hope that you'll find yourself. You know, um, finding God uh, takes care of a lot of that. Uh, when you encounter God in a very real way, you begin to understand. You know uh, that, that God who created you knows you and, and loves you and, and claims you. Um, being in those quiet places, oftentimes it's in the quiet place that God blink, brings clarity about who you were created to be. So not only do I want you listening to um, uh, and for the voice of God. Uh, I want you to find your voice too. Um, who are you? Uh, what were you created for? Um, one of my favorite quotes, I've said this to you for years now, um, don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do that. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. I hope you will find yourself and know that you are special that you are uniquely created and loved by God, and that, and that God has something very unique and special and awesome for you to do. Um, the third thing that I want you to do is I want you to find other people. I want you to find me. I want you to find us. Um, I, I want you to find them. I want, when, when I say I want you to find me, I, I mean I want you to find a friend. Like, we can't journey alone. Uh, we've got to have somebody that um, is, is so close to us. Somebody that knows everything about us and yet still chooses to love us and still chooses to be our friend. Like friendship, true friendship. There's, there's transparency. There's vulnerability. Um, it can be a family member. Uh, it, it can be a classmate. Uh, but it needs to be a friend. Um, I also hope that you'll find us, which is, which is the group thing. Uh, the worship group uh, here in your congregation, but also like we talked about in, in our uh, John Wesley series, the small group, that you've got a circle of friends that will hold you accountable, that you know um, that, that there's a, a group of people uh, that, that care about you and that, that will be watching out for you. Uh, but in all of this, I, I hope that you'll find uh, them, like those people who are outside our family circles, those, those people who are outside the walls of this building, uh, the, the people who God calls us to. Now in the confirmation class, we, we make stoles. 
And um, the stole is that thing that, that sets apart the person that's been called by God into ministry. Like this is George Thompson's robe and his stole that, uh, uh, that he's donated to the church. You know, George has helped us on our confirmation journeys all these years, and now he's moved to Greensboro. So uh, I wanted to, to preach in front of George's stole. It's just a reminder to me, um, and wearing the, the confirmation stole that I've had for a long time, um, you have the stole uh, that you've made in class. Maybe those of you who are graduating, I don't know if you know where those are or not, but you can remember them. Uh, the, the stole is, is that mantle that God puts on us, and it's not just for ordained clergy, because it's not just ordained clergy who are called to ministry. Um, our baptism ordains us into this kingdom thing. The disciples were wondering when Jesus was going to bring it in. Um, you know, Jesus puts it on us. It's we who are called uh, to bring kingdom things, not just uh, with our friends and our family and within our congregation, but outside the building. We leave the building and we, we share gospel and good news and life and love to the world that is oftentimes broken and lost. And uh, God expects that our embrace will be, will be wide. Um, there's a there's an African proverb that's painted uh, in big letters on the, on the walls of the Johannesburg International Airport. And it says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And you know, one of the uh, convictions that we have around here uh, is that we're better together. And so you know that not only does God claim you, not only does your family claim you, um, but your church claims you too. Uh, we belong to each other. And you all are, um, those of you who are being confirmed today, um, you are choosing to join the church. And so in a sense, um, you are claiming us. And, and those of you who are graduating who did that six years ago, uh, you've, you've claimed us, your church. And so we imagine being with the disciples as, as Jesus is being lifted and as he's taken into heaven. Uh, maybe we remember what Jesus prayed in, in John 17, chapter 11. Ver, uh, yeah, verse 11, chapter 17, verse 11. And in his prayer, he says to God, And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world. And I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me so that they may be one as we are one. And so Jesus is anticipating. It's kind of like he's already checking out when he's praying this prayer. I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world. And then he proceeds to ask God to protect them because he knows that the world is dangerous. He sends us into the danger of the world because that's where God's kingdom things happen. And he says to them, it's on you. The fire is coming. And so it's on us. And you are claiming us as we claim the world uh, for the kingdom of God. I'm glad that we're in this together. And I pray God's blessing on you, all of you. Amen.